All right, what's up, guys? We're back with another episode. Today we have Omrik and Onik on the podcast. And if you guys don't know who that is, they were the ones that were the number 27 seed at Chicago, and they pickled DJ Young and Thomas Wilson. So that's... Uh, <gasps> <laughs> You you guys have no idea when when that happened. Like Chris texted me and he was so stoked. Like I could hear. Oh, the, it was like all caps writing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the energy from his text it was palpable. Like when I read it through the phone. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't think you see pros getting pickled by random people. So I mean, you that, hardly yeah. see him get pickled by the top. Yeah, pros. yes. We're just so, two boys out of Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I've been telling you so. I visit. When did I visit you, Chris? When, uh, when, back in May. It was the first time I've ever came uh, came to Minnesota, and when I came here, I don't know what happened. I felt like within a day, I got to play some very high level uh, people here in in Minneapolis, and I just felt like everywhere I I sneeze and I spat. I mean, I don't I don't really spit, so it's <laughs> disgusting. Don't do that. But I felt like it hit like a five zero plus player. That's what it felt like, and I was just like, how. How do you guys not have any pro players on the tour right now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, as soon as he came here, I mean, he Corey invited him to some private court. He got to hit with Jen. I can't remember all who oh, he nice. got to hit with. I wasn't I wasn't there for it, but I mean, he played a bunch of the, you know, usual mm-hmm. top guys here. John, so, was it John who's now at Lifetime? I got to hit with some of the people he was hitting with. I don't remember all their names. I just remember they were very good, and I was like, yeah. I don't belong here. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> well, I, knowing all the people that are like, Playing pickleball, that's exactly what I hear. Is in Minnesota, we're just super deep yes. at the five zero level. Yes, but we just don't have like that like top tier pro pros here. You know, like California or Florida or Texas. But it's happening soon, right? I wow. mean, you guys are you guys <laughs> made a splash trying to breach it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely made a good splash. Yeah. <laughs> so before we get to Chicago, I guess just for everyone, because there were a lot of people asking online, I guess both of you just kind of give us your backgrounds. You know, former sports backgrounds and whatnot, and then we'll kind of go from there. So you can go first, Tonic. Sure. Uh, So I grew up playing tennis. Um, You can tell with the two-wee that I have. Um, (laughs) Wait, what's a (laughs) two-wee? You mean the two-handed backhand? Is that you you call it a two-wee? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard heard of it either. That's really common legal in tennis. Really? Yeah. Never seen it. No. Never once. Nope. In DC, they just call it two-handed backhand or a two-two. Oh, oh tutu. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> to her tutu. I'll just start using that. <laughs> two, two in Minnesota. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, but yeah, no, started playing when I was young. Played all through juniors, USTA. Um, played uh, varsity at Edina. Um, mm-hmm. And then played uh, club at, uh, at the U. Okay. I'm, I'm going to interject when he just says at Edina, if you're not a Minnesota person. <laughs> right, yeah, where the is that? The top elite high school in the entire state oh, so okay it's not like it's just a hey, it's just a random high school <laughs> okay. i mean so the women's team has won like 40 ha, at one point had won 40 straight titles in a row wow. state 40 titles. straight 40 straight yeah women's tennis title and mm-hmm. the men had close to a streak like 25 yeah. uh, something absurd how yep. how are they doing that are they just recruiting kids <laughs> yeah, from I other mean, states so there's- yeah so at minnesota there's very high level tennis where there is a bit of that, but Onik probably knows more than I do. It's just they're very good. Okay, because I just feel like that'd be tough to sustain somehow without recruiting from out of state. A lot of the times, the top players, when they come in state, they just sign up for Edina. 
and then knowing that the tennis program is just so good. Wait, how do you pr- can you pronounce it? Edina. Edina. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like some sort of Pokemon or something. <laughs> <laughs> Edina, I choose you. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so that makes uh, sense with your background. So uh-huh. you said you didn't play college. I didn't play college. Okay. I just played club. Okay. But once again, the club team at the U is we're no joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're we're not bad. Yeah. So and when you say the U. I'm assuming that's the university. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just yeah. make yeah. sure. So how about you? <laughs> um, so also very tennis heavy background. Um, played high school. Well, junior tennis. I was playing everywhere nationally. Uh, probably like top 50 in doubles. Top 100. In, uh, actually, no. Top 25 in doubles. Top 50 in singles. Probably through 18. Uh, high school went to Rochester Mayo, which is... Not quite Edina, but we we weren't bad either. So I mean, we probably like top five in the state. Um, so mm. you guys in, all you guys always had perennial players, yeah, coming yeah. through. So like, I mean, we we had individual talent, but we mm-hmm. just weren't stacked as yeah. a team like Edina mm-hmm. was. So. I see. Wait, so did you guys know each other before playing pickleball, <laughs> or did you guys know each other when you played <laughs> tennis? Funny enough, <laughs> I reft against this guy because he was 10 years younger than me so i when i went to gustavus where i went to school i was mm-hmm. a tournament director for six years okay so when he was 12 13 14 <laughs> he was coming to do these tournaments at gustavus while i was the tournament director there so i was roughing him and i was like <laughs> watching this kid i was like oh he's pretty good oh, i was about on. to say i thought you were gonna be like yeah he was trash <laughs> no the 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 onic i remember though would be a little hot-headed and i was very strict as a term director that i'd give out point penalties left and right so oh. when i so when i had my officials i'd be like keep an eye on him i was like if, if he chucked his racket i was like give him a point oh, onic, you chucked your racket as a kid were you a racket no, not a kid no no just were you a racket breaker though uh, I was never a racket breaker, but in high school tennis, I was, I kind of threw my racket a couple times here and there. How about but, you? Oh, I was, I was the worst. <laughs> I was way worse than him. I could, again, when you're like ultra competitive, yeah. like I'm super, I, so at that time, maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but, uh, Wilson sporting goods, I yeah. apologize. They were, they sponsored me Yeah, mm. and I just. Because I knew it was coming free rackets, I just <laughs> cracked them left and right, left and right. So have either, I was, have you thrown your pickleball paddle out of anger yet? I have not. So for whatever reason, pickleball, I'm I'm good. A little do bit you, more cool, common collected yeah. in pickleball. Do you do you, you think it's partially because of how the community is with pickleball? Like I feel like in tennis, it's almost somewhat the norm. It's like fine if you break a racket, like people almost. What? No, it's it. not. You don't think so? No, I don't it's know. not. I fine. Do. No, people. People in tennis, you get like a bad reputation too. But again, oh. when you're a little brat, sixteen year old, who cares? Yeah. You know? Sure. I guess I'm just thinking when you watch the pros, if I see them break a racket, I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know. You think that is normal? Wow, that's because he has the problem. <laughs> sure doesn't. Sure doesn't seem uncommon to see them yeah. smash well, a racket. Everyone does it, but like the people that do it, they're like, ah, eh, you're not the greatest sport. You sure, know? Like, sure. Curious, sure, sure. like no one looks at curious, be like, oh yeah, you're a good oh, sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, definitely not. <laughs> but it's but it's entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's that's, that's why I brought that right? <laughs> Want to be entertaining the crowd. <laughs> well, your pickleball styles are very entertaining. I would say, especially after playing you guys today, we got demolished. Yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be bad. Here's the thing: it was bad, real bad. <laughs> I think I got we got as many points as I expected us to get. But the game just felt so much worse <laughs> than I thought it would be. And I mean, I've played both of you, so like I already knew it was going to be bad. This was more for you to experience what it was like. Yeah. Uh, well, 
Chris would mention about, I mean, obviously, Anik, I've seen you play, I've seen videos of you somewhere. Somebody posted either Sammy or I've seen mm-hmm. some videos of you with uh, Jennifer having you like post mm-hmm. them up when you guys are playing. I was like, oh man, Anik's a beast. Look at this guy. He's just <laughs> ripping away. Honestly, when, when I first saw you, I thought, my first thought was, oh, he plays this really aggressive, energetic style. It reminded me a lot of um, Pesa. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, like yeah. that's what I, that's what you yeah. reminded me of. Just yeah, yeah. Like, just going in there, ripping things left and right. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then uh, when Chris mentioned you, you have like the strongest drive. And I was like, it can't be that good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone thinks. Yeah. That's what everyone thinks. And then they actually play him. <laughs> it can't be that good. So Chris told me that. And then... Um, Oh, of course, when the news broke that you guys pickled uh, DJ Young and, and Thomas Wilson, Grant Bond just came back from that tournament as well. He did pretty well with, I think, Brendan Long, and then he, yeah. they lost yeah, to yeah. Deckel and was it J-Dub? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I asked Grant about you because, like, oh, did you see them? And Grant's like, oh, yeah, I've met Amber before, and yeah, he has one of the best drives. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, but you play against, like, all the pros. Is it really that good? He's like, no, it's good. He's like, he's like it's like going to the DMV trying to get your permit to learn how to drive. <laughs> you go to, you go to <laughs> If you want to learn how to hit a drive, you come to Omric. <laughs> now, if you want to learn how to hit a drop, hey, I know, hey I, 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 know a, I know a couple other come people on, you might want to go talk to. <laughs> well, how long, I actually don't think I know this for either of you, or I might have a ballpark, but how long have both of you been playing pickleball? Uh, seriously, or just, you know, yeah, we'll go with serious, seriously, probably since, um, last December, November. Okay. So So not even a year, but close, close close. to a year now. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Same thing. So seriously, probably about a year and a half or so. So last April. Okay. So just kind of on the tail end of COVID, I was just like messing around and then ran to people that were about. 50 years older than me that beat me and I was like okay this has got to change <laughs> everyone's story <laughs> everyone's yeah. story tale as old as time yeah yeah, yeah literally <laughs> for everyone's somebody. Yeah. <laughs> eventually you guys will be the 50 year old yep. that beat up yep. on a yep. kid that yep. motivates them yep. to want to yeah. get yep. into the whole thing so when I mean when did you if at all was there a point when you guys have been playing in the last year where you're like oh like you could probably play pro or wanted to or is it just you kept getting better and it was just kind of the natural progression I think for me, it was after um, the Rogers tournament, probably around that time okay. when I played singles, and I just knew that I feel like there was something there. And but that's this, funny because that would have been really early, wouldn't it? It would have been really early, but I just knew that there was some sort of spark there, like because I was still playing tennis. Yeah. At that time last year. Okay. I was just transitioning out of pickleball. Yeah. And to any or sorry, out of tennis. tennis. And the thing is, to any tennis player that's trying to play pickleball. I don't know how they do it. I can't play both sports at the same time. Sure. I can't do that. Yeah. Just me. I have to play just one or the other, and it was just hard to transition back and forth. Um, but at that, after that tournament, I was like, I'm, I'm going to make the full switch. <laughs> yeah. And that was when I was like, okay, I'm just going to, as people call it in the pickleball world, road to pro. Yeah, yeah, That was my road to pro moment yeah. right there. <laughs> so. And then when you decided that, we're... Did you just think you had a solid shot? Did you just feel like you were better than everybody else? Or how how, how did it feel at that point? Where did you think you were in terms of skill level compared to some of the better players out there that you've seen or played against? Well, I mean, I was playing with some, like, you know, you you gradually get invited to more, you know, exclusive groups, 
and yeah. that's what I was getting to over the summer. You know, at the start, like I'm excited. I was playing with you know just at the rec, at the rec parks at you know St. Louis Park or yeah. at, or Golden Valley, and then you'd play in these you know private groups, and you'd say, okay, I actually am doing pretty well here. And then after a certain time, you get in. I think the the first time. Um, the first exclusive group I, I actually talked to you about it once was the Sunday morning. Group. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like when I first got invited, I'm like, Hey, there's this Sunday morning group that one of our friends puts on and you're like, yeah, I've been going to these. And then I'm like, Oh, if he's going like, that's yeah. how I know I've like made <laughs> it to like, made one, it. Yeah. One, yeah. like the higher level yeah. groups. I'm like all, all the, you know, the big names are in Minnesota are going to this, this Sunday morning group. And I'm just like, okay, now that I've proven myself at the Sunday morning group, and I can play because I remember coming to the first yeah. Sunday morning group. I was so nervous yeah, to play yeah, with yeah. you guys. Yeah. I was like, I gotta perform. Like these, these, <laughs> these all like name brand players that come here <laughs> in, Min- in Minnesota. Players. I'm like, I'm gonna feel so left out. So I'm like, and when, after that, after coming to a couple Sunday mornings and then Rogers, I was like, okay, I can play at the high level. Sure. And then that's when I knew I was like, okay, I think I can commit to pickleball and and make it with the the high levels if I just give it all the attention I can give it. Sure. So, sure. How about you, Amrin? Mm-hmm. Um, something similar. So, I mean, initially getting into it, like I had no expectations because, like I said, I just I was playing it for fun. Yeah. But then when I lost to like seventy year olds, I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, yeah. Let me let me put in some actual time because otherwise it was like once a month or mm-hmm. something like that, right? Yeah. But then in the summer, that's still when COVID was kind of happening. I was like, well not really doing tennis, I'm bored. And then my wife loved playing it. So I was like, okay, Megan, like, let's go and play. So we played more often. And then there's, there's just enough people that whoever I played right at the beginning with my wood paddle, I was beating, beating them. So I was like, okay, I was like, if I'm beating you with this and I was like, supposedly it's a real bad paddle. And I was like, I love it. But just, I was like, just so you all know, Omrick, he still has it. He still carries it with him. My backup paddle. He plays with a Procanix, but he has this wooden Diller paddle. Is it, that, <laughs> is it the one with the handle yeah, strap? It's yeah, yeah, handle strap. I put it on my wrist. He genuinely loves playing yeah, with this. Yeah. I probably, a month and a half or two months ago, I was doing a shoot with Omrik, and I saw his bag, and I was like, why do you have a wooden paddle? And it's like, it's my backup paddle. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, no, I genuinely love playing with it. Yeah, yeah. And I played him with it. I got smoked. <laughs> like, he doesn't play any worse with that paddle. It's probably got more pop. It does. It That's what I'm saying. It, it has less touch, but I was yeah. like, I could hit it way harder. I was like, if you thought my drive Your was drive. hard with Pro Kenix, I was like, wait till you yeah. see the Diller. You yeah. definitely don't need a harder hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you don't. <laughs> oh my God. So, so if you ever play Omrik, just ask him. He's got it with him. <laughs> yep, yep, <laughs> always yep, ask. Can you play your next tournament with it? I, so I was actually thinking about that, but, then, but then Chris was like, well, I don't know if it's going to be approved because like, it doesn't have it a doesn't stamp. have a stamp on it. So I was like, oh. uh, you know, because it's, 1970 because it's literally a pe paddle okay you so, should try and go and just have the pro kinase as your backup because if you do it it like you will get attention it'll be all over it would, it would, it would, it would be like kyle mcmakin with the cowboy hat you yeah. would yeah. Like, yeah. But see, here's the thing they already yeah. made a name for themselves by pickling dj and thomas yeah. so i don't know how much more of a name he needs the only thing <laughs> that would have made that better is if he did it with a wooden paddle yeah. Yeah. that's what i'm saying it's it's onic and Omric round two the I sequel mean, i just gotta hit it hard enough and yeah. he'll finish it for me so exactly. <laughs> well so, so let's I need to chat see about it. that then because so it wasn't your first pro tournament it was like your third chicago that was my third and that was your first mm-hmm. okay so kind of just i guess run us through that tournament 
kind of, you know, well, especially how you were feeling leading up to it, because you already, you played Ben Johns at the Minnesota yeah. PPA. So, like, you had some experience with, you know, center court, big crowd and whatnot, yeah. but you hadn't yet. So how, how was the whole tournament as a whole? I think it helped because we played on Saturday. It definitely helped me, um, you know, to get acclimated on Thursday and Friday. Mm. Going into my first singles match, um, I was just, I was all over the place. Yeah, it was it was tough to get just focused in. I went, I think I went down nine three in the first set. Okay, and it was just really tough to you know just zone in and you know play the game that I'm used to playing because it's I mean singles just it comes a little easier to me than doubles. I'm still finding my touch and stuff in doubles, but um, you know once I but once i you know settled down i just told myself you know it's just another match you go out there and play and and that was a similar mindset that i had in in doubles i think once we won um our first two matches in doubles i remember someone coming up to us and saying you know you got it you made it this far you might as well win the whole thing yeah, yeah. you know like someone was like that and i'm like you might as well. Yeah. Might as well just like hunker down and just play our game and you know take it to them, right? Yeah. yeah. Wait. Like, so was it? Were DJ and Thomas the third one then? That was. Yeah. So that was so right I'll, before. And that. it was on. Cent- it was on one of the center courts, and yeah. I'm like, that's why it made such a big splash. Yeah. Yeah. Might yeah. as well mm-hmm. win. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. right. <laughs> that, well, being on center, I was glad to see you guys on it. One, just because it's fun to see yeah. you know Minnesota people on center court. But playing on that court, did it feel? More obviously, you've got more attention on you than the side courts. How was that for both of you? Well, you've had that in tennis, yeah. So, so like for me, I for you. I've come from like a big tennis background where like in juniors, I was playing for hundreds of people. Yeah. So I was like, I I'm yeah. used to that. So like people always ask me like, oh, is it nervous playing Ben? And I was like, they're very good players, but I'm like, I'm used to the like spotlight. So for me, it didn't make a big deal. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. if, for me, I'm always more nervous because I'm like. Most people that I know haven't done that, so I was like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I know Onik hasn't played in front of hundreds of people. I was yeah. like, okay, well, let's let's chat about this and what this is going to look like. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, hey, when we're out there, we're playing our game. You and me, that's it. I was like, yeah. the yep. rest of the people don't matter. Yep. Yeah, so. playing Did that ju- work. Play, well, yeah, no, it worked a hundred times over. Uh, when I was playing juniors, actually tennis, I would always tell my friends I would always want to be called, and I would always want to be on one of the farthest courts. From the sidelines, because I would never want anyone yeah, ever the to crowd. watch me. Yeah, the crowd. I would never love to be on the first court because I would never love that crowd just watching me. And it would just be a little thing. And it, I never liked eyes on me, but um, no, but eyes are all <laughs> on you, especially during that one. When Chris told me, I was like, "Oh, two brown people on center court." Heck yeah, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> See, and that's the exact opposite like for junior or college tennis for me yeah. i love being on center court like pressure i was like put me on center court i was like i love this i was like you i got drive off opposite of this person. Yeah. Wow. that's why i loved it i was like put me on there i was like i, I love more attention <laughs> yeah no that's awesome so i mean yeah. going into playing dj and thomas did you guys have a specific I guess strategy going into that. What was kind of the play? Yeah, I mean, so uh, I everyone that's asked are like, "Oh man, you guys did so well." I was like, "Yeah, you know what's really good?" I was like, "I'm very like analytical." I was like, "I watch matches." I was like, "I know everything that I need to know about Thomas and DJ." I was like, mm-hmm. "They know nothing about him or me." Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. I was like, "They're trying to wing it as they're going," and I was like, "I know what your strengths are. I know what your weaknesses are. I know what your tendencies are." So I was like, "Let's 
let's do it. So I was like, I know that both of them just love being aggressive. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, great. So, that plays right into our game style. <laughs> right. Yep. So I was like, all right, let's 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 drive and then let's try to make them impatient where anything that would be like mediocre high, I was like, they're going to probably try to speed it right at you. Mm-hmm. Just sit and be ready. And he just crushed them every single time. Every single mm-hmm. time. I was wondering, yeah, what are their weaknesses and strengths? Because it's tough for me to watch pros and analyze it because I don't know how to watch. And then all, when, when I'm watching them, all I'm seeing is stuff that, I can't do. <laughs> I'm like, what are you looking at? Patterns? They look like just normal stuff that I try to do all the time, except <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what makes it better? <laughs> yeah. well, it's, I mean, so for me, like, I, it's not something specific to like, you know, I don't want to call out DJ or Tom. You know, to call him out. No, but like w- when you're watching video, like how are points ending, right? So mm-hmm. depending on how points are ending, either people are hitting a certain shot they're setting up their partner or they're just missing certain shots so you know that and be like hey this shot set up this either winner or this error right sure. so when, when you watch those you know that hey look here's what they like to do so like dj he's super good at dinking where he has aggressive dinks yes where he's gonna set it up and then anything that's mid-level he's gonna crush that thing mm. so i was like hey look if if you or me get pulled out and we can't hit a good ball realize it's going to come hard at one of us and we got to be ready to counter mm. so like he would cross court dink to me and i'd be out of position and it's like a decently attackable ball but he'd go right at onik but onik was just i was because we talked about it he'd sit on, on it and he'd hit straight down at dj and mm-hmm. dj wasn't ready for it i see so i mean yeah. you got to tell me then how many while you guys were drilling how many times you tried practicing hitting the net court? <laughs> because in your first game, you hit like five net yeah, court yeah, winners. Yeah, yeah. I, I was watching and I was like, man, if I'm DJ and Thomas, all I'm thinking is the only reason they're beating us is because the net court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, that, that isn't actually the reason, but yeah. like, it was an ungodly amount. I, I will of- say this the luck essentially, it was for sure on our side. Yeah. That one. But now, the practice part, here's the funny part, right? Me and him, just guess how many times we had played together prior to that. None. <laughs> three. Oh, three. Three times. What? Three total times prior to that tournament. I was like, imagine if we had played a little bit more. Right. <laughs> so then what made you decide to play this tournament together? Was it just the stars aligning? You know, I know you guys oh, I mean, locked eyes, you know. <laughs> yeah. You're like, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, going back to it, like when in Minnesota, uh, that group of top players small right okay and when you're so i initially got into the so-called pro scene just because the, the because top, you're good i mean yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, the, the top guy here in minnesota at the time was johannes like okay he was mm-hmm. undisputably the top the Wait, best guy here. so who's yep. the best guys now is it you two i, I mean he doesn't want to say it but i mean uh, but there's is. a there's a group of people that are you know but like at that time like Johannes is probably the best guy here by mm-hmm. a mile. So like mm-hmm. he was doing those pro tournaments and he asked me, I was like, sure, love to play this tournament with you. So I got into it. And then that my next pro tournament, I was like, okay, Logan, who's one of my good friends. I was like, mm-hmm. get you into it. So like now we got three guys that have played pro. Mm-hmm. And then the next in chain was this guy who was coming up. Cause he had just started a little later than us. And yep. I was like, all right, like it's your turn, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Call it on a fifth string. Let's go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying he, he came into the sport a bit later, so I was like, he's just more raw. But like yeah, he's raw. he's he's 23 and super athletic. Like 
find me that in Minnesota or find mm. me that anywhere in the country. Yeah. Mm, you're, right. you're not going to get that. 24. 24. Sorry. 24. <laughs> I'm getting old. I'm getting older. I'm getting he, he older. Wants, he, he's at that age where that extra year of maturity. Matters. <laughs> I guess so. I guess that extra so. year of experience. Yeah. Also with his dinking. Yeah. 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 What dinking? He doesn't know what that is yet. <laughs> Imagine how good he'd be if he knew how to dink. <laughs> he'd be insane. Oh my gosh. So I mean, okay. So uh, after that, obviously you guys pickled them. How are you guys feeling after that match? I'm sure you guys got a ton of attention at the tournament after that. I mean, why not win it, right? I mean, it's literally yep. like the guy said. It. I was like, okay, we just beat the crap out of the three the, seed. The, the three or the, yeah. the two seed? Three seed. Three seed. Yep. Okay, wait, before you move on, yeah. before you move on, didn't you ask, you asked DJ, we met DJ recently. Yeah. And you asked him about that match. What did he say? I forgot what he said. I can't remember exactly what he said but it was something i can't remember if it was about the match or if i specifically asked about your drive okay. <laughs> it might have been the drive and he was i know it was definitely the drive and he was like i don't know it's all right like <laughs> and i was right. like i was like that's it i was like you really gonna play this off like this i was like i felt that drive i felt some other pro drives i was like i know you've hit a few more pro drives than me but i was like there's no way you're going to tell me that's not the hardest hey, drive you've ever felt. I mean, let's not get it confused. He can hit the crap on the ball, true. too. Yeah. So like, DJ is a know. really big hitter, too. Yeah. I would yeah. say your guys' overheads go neck and neck. Yeah, so like he, he's he's equally probably one of the hardest hitters. So For sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, completely understandable. So Yes, yeah. but I think he said something along the lines, I guess he was just trying. He couldn't. He wasn't playing his game, or he was trying to play y'all's game or something you just couldn't get into a group i don't know what happened but well, i mean like i said i, I mean that's what he happened. didn't know really anything about us yeah. that's right yeah uh, i think i think that is a huge advantage coming in if if they don't know anything about you and obviously you're good players yeah. right you know it's like you don't all the other guys you see them every single weekend that's, you know exactly yeah. what you have to do yep. now hey. your next round with them we'll see they might go back and watch <laughs> right. uh, when he hits this shot he likes to hit the net cord and it usually goes over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Put my pedal a little higher because yeah. yeah, the net court's going to hit it up. Hit <laughs> down right. on it. <laughs> okay, continue back to what you're saying. <laughs> I don't even know what I was the ne- like the next match with JW yeah, yeah. and Declan and whatnot. Well, so like after that, like I told him, I was like, look, at this point, if we've beaten them this bad, like we could beat anyone, right? Yeah. I was like, we've beaten the literally probably one of the top people in the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there's nothing for us to lose. And I was like, we win this next one. We're in championship Sunday. So I was like, <laughs> right. I was like, let's, let's give it all we got. And I was like, if, if we can hang with these two, theoretically, we legend. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, we should be able to hang with did, the did best Did you of think them. you were going to beat JW and Deckel? Me personally? I, yes. Really? Okay. I feel like you got to go into that match thinking yeah. that you can. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't go in there, yeah. you yeah. already lost. Yeah. You I lost saw, before yeah, you start I, the I match. That's fair. Yeah. So I mean, how did it feel when you got there? Because I think each one was. Six eleven, six eleven. Uh, one was five, but yeah, yeah okay, they might have yeah. both been five eleven. I thought they were the same score, but oh, really. either either could, way, could have been. Yeah. So yeah. so kind of walk us through that match. Well, before that match, my girlfriend she asked me if I was feeling you know nervous at all, and I was just you know I was telling her that I feel like mm-hmm. I was just super grounded with what I was thinking. Oh, and you like were what at I was peace. Feeling. I was just the feel- oh. at that point. You've played such good competition because we played. Adam Stone, we played, you know, uh, Johnson Cola and DeHart. DeHart, yeah. Like, we played wow. some very good people. Yeah. yeah. And we, you know, we we played them very well, too. So at that point, I was just kind of like, JW and Deco, they're amazing people, and they're very great, but they're just like the next team up Yeah, at sure, that yeah. point. And, sure. and, and for know? me, I had already played JW because at the pro, first pro tournament, 
Yeah. I played him in Mesa. Oh, because it was JW and Callan, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's where, again, is like in that match, like, again, I don't know how seriously JW is taking it because it's random people in a second round match, you know? <laughs> so at that time, you know, I wasn't nearly as good. And no offense to Johannes, but he was brand new too. I was like, I don't think he was nearly as good as Onik at the time. So I was okay. like, we went two and nine at, wow. at, with them. And I was like, okay, like if we can go two and nine, Earlier, before like I knew necessarily how to play, I was like, me and Onik have a pretty good chance. Uh-huh. And that's where I was just like, I, I know I could at least keep up with him. And if we play our style and they get roped into our style. <laughs> Game you know, on. That's, yeah. So what did you feel like was the difference, I guess, playing them? Or what did they do well that, you know, why do you feel like they won? I think when you play at that level, it's just, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's around just two to three points in each set. Yeah. And it's just those two or three, um, for me, it was the shots that I know I knew it was coming because when we're mm-hmm. on the court together, he's always talking to me, yeah. and I like that because I like it when it calms me down, it you know, keeps yep. me in check a little bit as a kind of like a coach mentality. Yeah. He tells me, you know, when I give JW this type of ball, you know, JW is probably going to, you know, do a little flick at your backhand. You just need to sit on it, just like he was talking with, um, um, DJ, yeah, and it was just two or three. I, w- I was watching the tape back. Yeah, two or three that I just hit, just in either in the net or down, where I wasn't missing that shot with DJ and I see and Thomas. I, see. If I made those two yeah. balls and yeah. three balls. Different, it, different set. I think altogether. Yeah. And I, I mean, with like pickleball, it's just momentum, right? So like, mm-hmm. even with them, like I've done the film, so I was like, I know J Dub's tendencies, but I know he's just another tier, and that's why I was like, hey, look. You're going to get the same or similar balls that DJ was doing, but it's probably going to be a little sneakier, more hidden, and probably a little bit a little bit harder. And I was like, you just got to be ready for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we get those one or two on our serve, the momentum flips. Yep. I see. You know? Mm-hmm. And it, but then they just stop our run, go back to theirs, go back to their kind of gameplay right. where they didn't get into those like hand battles. Right. That's right. what we're good at. Yeah. Because yep. oh, yep. so. I think at one point it was 4-3, them – and I think I missed one of those speed ups, and then they went on a run to go seven three up. Yeah. If see. we had won that four four, and who knows? I yeah. see. Yeah. Sure, sure. So. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to ask you about Deckel's serve because it looks <laughs> unimpressive <laughs> from the streams and from videos, but me and Chris got to see it in person at MLP, and I've seen it before a lot. Like one time at the previous MLP, and it is just—he's literally hitting down at the ball and. Do you, I think he hits one. I think he's one of the hardest hitting servers like in the game. Do you guys agree? Oh, for sure. I my so yep. the the first serve that he sent to me, right? <laughs> I was like, okay, I know it's going to be hard. So like, I stood a little further back and all that. It's not necessarily the the speed, but the height of it. Like it right. when mm-hmm. it bounced, I hit it shoulder height. I'm like, I've never seen a <laughs> wiffle ball or a pickleball come up right <laughs> high. I'm like, yeah. I, I just missed it because I just. <laughs> Didn't make the right contact because I right. was expecting it to be low. Right. Yeah. You were yeah. like, like, what sport am I playing? Is this tennis? Is that yeah. Mixer? I was just like, wait, do <laughs> I do a full swing? Like, what is this? I was I was super confused. Yeah. If that serve is unreal. And, well, <laughs> do I need to saber this? <laughs> yeah. 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 And it, if, if it's not on championship like court where there's enough space, right. I don't mm-hmm. know how you play him on like a, regu- like a regular. Oh, man, I don't you know, know to do how you pickup. could. I, we saber. actually got, while we were at MLP, we got to 
uh, play a little bit on championship court. Just, you know, there was a big break or whatever, so we played some games on yeah, there. Yeah, we were on the stream, bro. Yeah, oh, for, nice. we were on the stream nice. for like five seconds before <laughs> they turned it off. But uh, what we found is there's so, there was so much space on this court. Overheads and everything, it, it felt like you could keep a point alive so much longer because you had so much more space to chase down a ball where you know, here or any other venue, you've got, I don't know what the usual spacing is. We'll just say Your like, bag is at the fence. Yeah. 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 Or or even just or, the side fence. You don't have space to chase an overhead. Yeah, yeah, or mm-hmm, the yeah. center court, you have all the time in the world and then you just send it way up in the air, yeah. run back and keep doing it over and over. So mm. that extra space on championship court is really nice. All right. Here's a quick tip mm-hmm. for you. It gets yeah. big servers, especially if you're in a small like court area. This is what I do. And I have somebody serves deep. If I'm backed up, sometimes when you back into the fence, you kind of sink in a little bit and it's hard to pop back out the fence. I put my back foot up against the fence mm-hmm. to kind of like brace myself and then like I push off the fence to come to get I, in. I yeah. do the exact same thing. Right? Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's Because I was going to say that's that's my secret. I was like, I just literally like push my entire body right before it comes. Right. And then I like move into it. Yeah, exactly. I put my foot back. It's like a little launch pad. Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. launch pad. <laughs> you know, I feel like if you give me a mask, I'd be, you know, Lucha Libre, like, oh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the best return you ever see. You know? So so if you played JW and Deckel again, how do you I mean now you have some actual experience against them. Like, okay, let's let's say you played them ten times. How would you expect that to go out of ten? I think I think we could I think we could take it to them a lot better than we did. I yeah. think we would definitely I mean we I know we would have a definitely different we've talked about yeah. it. We've talked about it, our different strategy. Yeah. And how we would how we would play them differently. Yeah. 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 I mean again. Don't want to give it away in yeah, case yeah, we right, do. Right, but of course, right, of course. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think we'd have a much better chance. And again, w- with a game like pickleball, we play them ten times. Yeah. It's just a matter of execution, right? Sure, and right. Mm-hmm. we didn't necessarily execute our best, mm-hmm. and they did. Where it's like, okay, well, if they don't necessarily execute or we execute better, yeah. Well, then again, it's a pickleball is a momentum game, right? Sure. And, unless you're calling those timeouts to cut that momentum off, right? Yeah, there no. it goes, you know? You yeah, know, mm-hmm. after playing you guys just recently, right before we recorded this, you guys compliment each other very well. Um, and I see it now, yeah, so you kind of play, you're like the commander. <laughs> the commander role. <laughs> you're the minion. <laughs> Omric, if you play with Omric, it doesn't matter if it's it doesn't matter if it's mixed. Basically, Omric is going to play singles with backup, and that's just how it is. No, that's like, how it is. Yeah. I've on, seen you play. Come on. <laughs> they they no. get their ten percent. No, no, and they, no. They play an important role because they can't miss that ten percent. Okay, so so actually that brings up a good point because this is this is what bugs me sometimes on either those those forums or those these websites that like talk about okay. What what is the right way to play doubles or mixed doubles, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And this is where you go from, are you playing at a pro level or a high level pickleball or are you playing just recreationally? Yeah, right. Because there is a right way and a wrong way. And that's where, again, But it's sure, changing too. It is. and that, But like, if you look at the, the cream of the crop, right? The, the Ben Johns, the, the Riley Newmans, they take up a certain spacing of the court because mm-hmm. that's the right shot based on the angles, right? So totally. it's not mm-hmm. that... I want to take Onyx balls. Yeah. I know that, hey, if this ball is coming in this direction and I hit it in this particular spot, yeah. right. they mm-hmm. cannot go behind me or it's just a very low probability they can go behind me. Yeah. So either it's going to come to you or it's going to come to me. So I'm essentially, I'm setting it up in a way that, hey, look, I'm going to shift here, you're going to shift there, and certain balls just go that way, right? Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. this is where, again, is it, it, it's 
I know that we're joking about it because yeah. obviously you guys are knowledgeable about pickleball, but yeah. like the general public does not understand that. Oh, hey, no, look, for sure. The 70, 80% that is being taken up because mm-hmm. that's where that ball should go. Yep. So mm-hmm. this, you know, it's that person's shot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One, I think there is, you know, what always happens is people see the highlights where there's someone taking up a ton of court yeah. Yeah. and then the, where they lose and they're like, well, if they didn't yeah. do that, they, yeah. they would have yeah, won they it. just stayed on their yep. side. And, yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, even with mixed... You know, I think you see people are always like, well, if the guys just let the women hit more of the balls, and it's like, well, if you look at the actual stats, yeah, yeah, the women yep. do hit the yep. majority sure. of the balls, yep. but you yep. saw one highlight right. yep. where the guy was more aggressive and like inserted himself it's and good. maybe yeah. won or lost the point. Right. Mm-hmm. It's only because yep. people only see or watch the highlights. They don't watch the whole game. And how yep. many people out there actually watch a whole game and actually try and analyze the whole game? Probably, yeah, probably almost not a none. Yeah. No, well, yeah. actually, I would say basically none. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a rec player, at least. Yeah, so. exactly. If you're yeah. a rec player. I mean, after playing you guys, it was just... <laughs> okay, after the first game, okay, I was like, okay, I know what they're going to do. Yeah. I just can't do anything about it. The shake and bake was so strong. My my first thing was just to... Uh, after I experienced your drive, I was like, okay, I'm good enough to handle it. But I feel... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're so strong at the net. So I hit the third shot to you or, or the, the return to you every single time. I was like, okay, I have one more opportunity to keep you back. Right. Yeah. So that's why I hit it to you. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. if I hit it, if I hit the Onyx, Onyx good enough to hit like a drive or make me feel uncomfortable. And if the drop is not good enough, you're over there yeah. and you are hunting, you're leaning over and you are <laughs> yeah. attacking. Yeah. And that's where we got wrecked. And yeah. then a few times I had to play aggressive. I got you a few times, but I, I was like, I, this is not sustainable where you covered the middle. Oh. And then I took the backhand like, to the sliver of side where yep. I got across yep. you. Yep. And I was like, okay, there's no, I'm not good enough to execute that every single time, <laughs> yep. but it worked. Yep. And then I tried to replicate it every time, but it was just, it was too hard. And then of course I was relying on Chris to hit, you know, a certain type of return or a shot low enough. And that's not going to happen. <laughs> 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 okay. I can't count on the, this. The, the biggest thing is don't, don't hit to Omric and don't hit to Onyx backhand. Oh, <laughs> just dink to just Onyx forehand. That's the only shot you know. But it was impossible because <laughs> yeah. your back your backhand is as good as like a lefty forehand for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was trying to hit to your backhand, which is almost nearly impossible. You'd run around it, yeah. and then if I tried to hit that sliver, I'd miss. And then hitting it, um, uh, I guess cross court to you was still I don't know not good enough because you have a sneaky down the line and you got Chris down the line so many times. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm hitting in the center. And sometimes I didn't even feel like I was You're cheating that much. There were a few times I was. <laughs> yeah. But. yeah. And then if I'm hitting in the center, Amra's <laughs> going to take it and he drove it straight to you. And as soon as he drove it to you, I was like, oh, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it did not feel good. That's all I got to say. <laughs> right. that, that's what I'm saying. Though. Like, it's, it's probability, right? So, yeah. like, I'm like, I just know you don't have a probability to hit that. Because, you, yeah, you, you, beat, us two, you, you mm-hmm. beat us two or three times, but I was like, that's out of, like, 60 balls. Right. Great. Yeah. I'll take that all day. Like, you can yeah. beat me three out of 60 all you want. Right. And yeah. even, if I, even if you hit, like, a drive and I, I poach over and I take it. Yeah. My hands aren't good enough to like drop it in the kitchen well enough. Mm-hmm. And then even if I speed it up, I was like, oh man, if I speed up this, we're going to lose eventually because this is your <laughs> You're game. You're not giving me yeah. a hands because, battle. Oh, no, I wasn't yeah. getting a hands battle. I mean, yeah. I think I'm I'm just quick enough just to like hang for like maybe two. Yeah. But in the long run, 80%, I'm 90%, I'm losing those. So I was like, okay, I need to do something now when I have the chance. And of course I go for it and then <laughs> execution is poor. So I'm going to miss. So what do you think you guys need to work on at this point? I already know what, if anyone watched Chicago, what they probably think it is. But I'm just curious what you guys, uh-huh. what you guys think it is or what you feel like will kind of take you up to that next tier in pro. Well, 
come on, everyone knows from YouTube and from <laughs> articles, it's got to be my third shot drop. <laughs> all, all the armchair empires and refs out there, the coaches. Every single one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, I mean, I, this third I, shot drop re- Realistically, I would say is just my, my patience because I rely so heavy, heavily on my fast hands because I, I think I probably have one of the best hands out there where I'm like, I know I could probably beat most people in hand battles mm-hmm. where I pull the trigger too off too early and against like good Mm -hmm. players this is where again i know i set them up for failure against j-dub because there are certain times where i'm like i could hit this ball against a lower level player i'm probably jamming them and they're gonna pop it up and then then i put it away but i'm hitting it too early where i'm not hitting enough offense that j-dub's countering that yeah and now i'm putting on a bad spot yeah so like for me it's just can i be patient enough and trust my partner enough be like I got to wait till my right ball. I don't need to pull it on a fifth shot, seventh shot, whatever it is. Or I could just get better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anna, come I on, man. Just much quicker reflexes. Just play better. Yeah. Just know when Jada's going to speed and then hit it at him, yes. man. Come on. Just have a crystal ball, read in the future. We'll be okay. Just be ready for it. Just like I told you, we have no problems. <laughs> okay, okay. So right now, you're, you're a teacher. Yep. And you're just working at Lifetime, right? I work at uh, US Bank. Oh, US Bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you, are you still doing Lifetime stuff or no? Yep. I work for Lifetime as well. Okay. So you're doing side. both. Okay. Mm-hmm. So at this point for either of you, is would the goal be to do pickleball full-time or do you not want it to be full-time? Because there are, we, I've chatted with a couple of pros and they're perfectly content not doing it full-time. Like they enjoy their job. And they're like, I like playing pro, but I don't want, I don't want it to be my job. How do you guys feel about it? I mean, so I, I can start. I, yeah. I go into, I go into being a high school teacher because I enjoy teaching, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I, you don't. Most teachers don't go into the profession for whatever the benefits, you know. Like, right. yeah. So I enjoy teaching enough where thankless I, job. I would, I would probably continue doing that unless there's something major that happens in my teaching career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, unless I really dislike it for whatever reason, there's a large life change. I don't see that. Yeah. But, you know, if there's an opportunity that presents itself where, you know, like, hey, you're the next Ben Johns, you're the next face of Pickleball. Sure. You know, like, yeah. you know. So, but would it, would it have to be that good for I you mean, to do it? Let, let's say you broke into like the top 20 pros, like maybe you've podiumed a couple events and, and a couple sponsors. But, yeah. but, but again, yeah. though, like, do I then dislike my teaching enough to mm-hmm. give that up? So what you'll, you'll have to dislike teaching to That's do like for me, I have to dislike teaching. And I have to have enough opportunities in pickleball where, like, I, I, don't, I don't personally see it happening anytime soon, but maybe. I don't know. You know, like, I, I'm up for okay, that let, idea. Let's say, hypothetically, I came to you okay. and I said, <laughs> I will give you 150 grand a year to just play pickleball. Do you still just want to teach? What, what, are, the Again, sti- what like, are the stipulations? What, just, if, what, if, he gets, what no, if he gets you, injured? That's that's fine. You that's can, fine. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I think the I biggest thing is is like the risk that you go into the. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have a lot of stability with you know teaching. You know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, I mean, so you again, know? like the the money part, like you can't put a figure on it because sure. with with pickleball, like theoretically, Rick, the owner here at Mega, has offered me a position where I could probably make close to that if i wanted to you know sure, like sure sure so like there, there's enough opportunities within pickleball where like i can make triple quadruple five times as much salary as i would as a teacher yeah. but again that's not my main goal like sure, the, the only sure. reason why i'd say yeah, i'd switch over to 
pickleball professional is it's more of hey this is my brand name like yeah, i am yeah. i am a pickleball player mm-hmm. first yep then you know a, a teacher. teacher then a coach I then see. whatever all the other things are right? right sure if it ever gets to that maybe sure <laughs> how about you i don't think i would ever go um fully committed over to the pickleball world really no matter i mean i mean it might change if i get you know if like, life changing money, you know, if I'm 50 K like Amrick said, if you make it to the upper echelon of the pros and yeah. you're, you know, you're cranking out private lessons that are like 200 bucks an hour or whatever mm-hmm. like that, yeah. like they, they make off those and you're winning, you know, your triple crowning and stuff like that. Then I would consider it. Okay. So I now, think. now why is that? Like, do you just enjoy the jobs you have or I think it's just that I enjoy the life that I have right now with pickleball. with pickleball in my life where it is as it sits sure right now yeah um because and i think i've told a lot a lot of people in minnesota this but um and this is probably more more true for you than me but tennis for me was just super competitive and it, it was like you know day in day out you would go practice monday tuesday wednesday You'd go to all these different groups. You'd have yeah. different trainers that you'd hit with private yeah, lessons. Yeah, yeah. You'd go, and then every and every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you'd yeah, go down to Lakeville. You'd go down yeah. to uh, um, Gustavus. You'd go up to Fargo, yeah. North yeah. Dakota. You'd go every week, and every weekend, there's a level five. Oh, there's a level four? Are you yeah. playing in it? Yeah, no, yeah. you're not playing in it? Oh, you're going to go uh, down in the ranking. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it's just like every week it would just be something or another and I, i'm kind of trying to make pickleball not be that because yeah i, I, I just don't wanna, you I want i just don't want to you know essentially burn out of of pickleball like yeah. like i somewhat did with tennis because after yeah. after playing club in college i played some usta leagues and it was it was fun and those were fun because you'd play like once a week um but you know it, it would just be a lot of still practicing commitments and I, I still want to keep pickleball um, on the side just to have some fun and to be social with it. Sure. You know? Sure. So like I, but it's, it's tough because I also want to be super good and super competitive. So it's a very fine line. So you if got- I got really good, I would consider maybe doing like part-time. Sure. Part-time work or something like along those lines mm-hmm. and then going over to but I, uh, pickleball, but I don't think I would, you know. Mm-hmm. Quit cold turkey. Well, you guys are much the more committed world. to that than I was because <laughs> when I started pickleball, I said the same thing. I was like, this is a great hobby for me. I really enjoy this. It will only be a hobby. Yeah. And I said, yeah. I will never mix video production <laughs> with pickleball. And then about two months later, I started a YouTube channel and now here we are. And now I'm, and now I'm like 3,000% in on pickleball. So you, <laughs> you guys are much better about sticking but, to that goal than I am. But here's the thing. You, you're coming in from like the, the growth of the sport is going to just right. Yeah. skyrocket so for you mm-hmm. just as like a business standpoint that makes sense like for mm-hmm. us like we're not in it like business wise right like you know, if but, i was in the business world but i definitely yeah. think if it want if i wasn't doing video production i feel like i would go all in on wanting to just play full time yeah. like I, yeah. but but i also don't have the same you know background with tennis where like i played tennis growing up but i didn't play high level or anything i just played a lot growing up where you guys i guess have experienced I guess what that burnout would feel like in tennis where I haven't. So I guess mm-hmm. you guys kind of already know what that could potentially be. And I just don't. Mm-hmm. For and, those of you yep. that are wondering, 
Chris is also three five at best in tennis. <laughs> <laughs> I played him. Come on, you, you don't have to throw him under the bus like that. You don't have to. Do it. Here's throw. the thing about Will that you guys don't know. Will throws me under the bus any chance he gets. <laughs> yes. that, that's how you know he's a real friend. Yeah. <laughs> All of MLP, him and Zane, every every pro I met, like even DJ would come to me and be like. You're a three five, Chris, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't escape. Even all the pros know me. Zane introduced me to his trainer that you guys know, Leslie. He's like, mm-hmm. Chris is a three five, and I was like, Zane, <laughs> give me a break. He's like, Come on, man. Yes, <laughs> like I funny. couldn't catch a break on it, but but no, I I think that's kind of cool, and it'll be see, you know, cool to see if it if it stays that way. You know, maybe a year from now we'll have you guys back on the pot, and you guys will be winning pros. everything. We'll see. <laughs> well, <laughs> committed traveling yeah. from well, APP to PPA. Here's a good question for you guys. What's, I guess, next year look like for tournaments? I am having a kid in about like three weeks. So hey, congrats. That is going to be, yeah. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. Uh, it's going to be a bit life-changing. So a little mini break, but luckily there's not a lot of tournaments over Christmas and New Year's. So mm, uh, sure, little mini break, but probably starting back up either end of January, February, and then kind of just winging it for now. Oh, you'll possibly, get to kick it off with the Minnesota PPA. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Possibly Minnesota PPA with this guy, um, assuming I don't have any kid issues at the time but <laughs> sure. um i don't really have any like long-term plans i just know that probably playing more assuming that there's more recent success um hopefully in two weeks when we mm-hmm. do that minor league MLP. um we'll we'll see how it goes so how about you? Yeah. I think the bigger question is when is he going to start his kid in, in, in the pickleball world? <laughs> oh, <laughs> true. We got to get a paddle in the hand early. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the Dillard. Dillard. <laughs> I'm going to get Diller out there. You need a Diller sponsorship. I, yeah. If they were still around as a company that were in pickleball, I, I would. Oh, oh, wait. Okay. You were telling us before the pod. What was the story about the Pro Kennex? Uh, what do you the, the chipping or something? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So in, yeah. Sh- in Chicago, so I've played, I don't know how many <laughs> tournaments, right? But at I've only played three pro events. I've had one paddle this entire time. Yeah. And I've used that paddle every tournament, every rec play, every whatever. The Diller is my only backup. Yeah. Right? For that tournament, I was just like, ah, maybe I should bring just a second paddle just in case, like, the handle snaps. Because I've had one pro mechanics where the handle just broke yeah. off clean on overhead. Right? Yeah. So one of the guys here who was just like, hey, I'm not using this pro mechanics. Go ahead. Take this one. I was like, I've used it once. So I put it in my backpack, brought it with. Get to the tournament, day one, first match against Adam Stone and yeah, Will Sobek. It was the first match, wasn't it? Yep. yep. And we're they're doing a paddle check, and you know I always just like to, you know, joke around with the ref. I'm like, oh yeah, my paddle's illegal, blah blah blah. There's, I put some tar <laughs> on it or something like that, right? Yeah. Just joke around. So he rubs it, blah blah blah. He checks all three people's paddles. I'm the last one he's checking. He does an extra like thing, and I was like, what is he looking at? And then he's like, uh, you got another paddle? I was like. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, why? What's, what's up? And he goes, there's a little chip here in this corner. And I was like, okay, so what does so that what, mean? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, that's that's not regulation. I was like, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> and I was, and he goes, yeah, you can't use this. And I was like, um, okay. Was that your primary one or the back? That's my main one. And it's just, you know, from like hitting the ground or. It was know, chipped in the corner? It was chipped in the teeny corner. So then I, I before I ran to go grab my pen, I was like, why can I not use it? He goes, well, technically our, our rules are if there's any chips, if the ball hits there, and even though you don't intend it, the ball could change trajectory, in which case it could injure your partner or your opponents <laughs> or something. And I was like, I've never <laughs> heard this rule before. Okay. I would really like to ask some other 
refs about that. Exactly. Take right. it as a compliment. He yeah. thought he could, you could hit that little. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And so, and that's that's, that's, that's right where the pro canics edge guard is too. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, look, if I hit that, the <laughs> edge guard is gonna make it go anywhere yeah. anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah. So so he's like, no, you need to switch the paddle. So I was like, and that was after he'd warmed up, and then I was like, well, am I gonna get into like another warm? He goes, uh, probably not. So he's like, go ahead. So I had to go run out to get my paddle because you can bring the stuff onto the court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That paddle wasn't even out of the wrapper. So I had to rip off the wrapper. Wait, so it didn't even have on, like an overgrip on it? No, I had to rip off the like that's plastic took wrapper. So long. I took, put on the overgrip on there real quick. Oh. And like, he's like, yeah, you got five minutes to do an equipment change or whatever. I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I got to go quick. Wrapped it, brought it out there. I'd never played with that paddle before on that first match. Was it the exact same one you used though? It's the same Pro Canics, but okay. like, I don't know if the specs are the same. You know, I don't know if it weighs the same. I don't know if it was so, so it, how, was, it was green, wasn't it? Yeah, it's, just, it's the same green one. Oh, same green. Yeah. So how, how was it? Uh, so it was more brand new where it had more pop. Is so it, like is it ru- the Pro Flight or which Pro, uh, Pro Speed? Pro Speed. Pro Speed, yeah. speed 2. Um, so I, I got out there and I was like, I was like, sir, I was like, I've never played with this. I was like, can I please warm? He's like, all right, you got a minute left in your equipment change. So sure. So I <laughs> really just... quickly for like two seconds dinked with him, <laughs> did a couple of drives and I was like, oh my God. I was like, if we lose this match because of this stupid chip, I was like, I'm going to be so mad. Yeah. <laughs> That's really interesting because I have so many questions now. I'm just thinking some of my edge guards on my paddles, they do not look good. Like right where you probably was, you know, essentially chipped on yours. Yeah. Huh, I have so many questions. Uh, again, so many I, questions. I have no idea because the, the funny thing was, so we, we ended up winning that match um, and made it made it to that semis, making all that splash. The ref initially didn't know who I was or who he was, but at <laughs> the uh, end of the tournament, close to the end of the tournament, he came back and he goes, hey, man, you know, I just want to check in. Like, you know, hopefully that the other paddle worked out. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's doing fine. He goes, and he like restated that rule to me. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I just haven't heard that before. I was like, I've done other pro tournaments. I was like, I've played multiple matches, and he's like, <laughs> they've checked my paddle before. Never had an issue. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, I don't want to. Would have interesting like, to have each match if you pulled out the other one yeah. and just see if they agree. So I thought about doing yeah. that, but then I was like, no, I've got, I'm used to playing with this now that I yeah, just don't yeah, want to like yeah. switch just, out. But he was, he was just like trying to enforce it. I was like. I was like I just think it's a very low probability that I hit this spot and it deflects and injures someone. But yeah, I'm just, I man, I don't know. There's a lot of like little deformities that I feel like, you know, it's probably a little easier to get away with it at the amateur level or whatever. You know, yeah. maybe the ref doesn't check the paddle as closely or something. But either way, that's still really interesting. That could have that could have messed everything. That's up. what I was saying. I was like, I if we would have lost because of that, I would have been really mad at myself. Mm, and so. so you use a Bavalot paddle. Both of you are stubborn about paddles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, the fact that you like a wood paddle should tell everyone know <laughs> about you. And <laughs> well, so I was thinking about that. You you used to use a wood paddle. Yeah. Yeah. I used to use a target paddle. I know. I remember. We should yeah. we, we should yeah. play with those. Play. Because he used like to have the tar- Z5, right? Oh, was it the Z5? It was like ten, it was eleven ninety nine from Target. Okay, it wasn't no, the it wasn't Z5 that then. Z5. Then. The Monarch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. But, very like yeah. really, you know, low end kind of paddle that I put on. Like, either Monarch the or the Frankfurter. I do. I have oh. two of them. Oh yeah, we definitely should have had you guys play with those. It's the monitor, the Franklin activator. I feel like it has to be one of those. Yeah, I feel like that Franklin is like probably the best guest. That's crazy. Okay, so I mean, you've been on that Babylon. Forever, and it blows my mind that you still use it. I mean, they're not bad paddles. It's it's not like it's you know some piece of. They haven't reached out to you to sponsor you or something. They don't do any sponsorships. Oh, well, oh, that's, that's weak. A bummer. Mm-hmm. So okay, so why? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know you've hit other paddles. You were even telling me about the Yola. Yeah. Why do you like the Babylon so much? I just feel it's mainly around surrounding the control. 
Okay. It's it, like control, like the like the actual touch and the feel mm-hmm. I get from the paddle and like feeling the ball hit it and just being able to control the ball off of it. Because you're always amazed at how much of a big carve I can take out of that he ball. He takes <laughs> such a huge cut, and I don't know how it goes in. I was like, dude, if I did that with my pro canics, that thing's in well, that back Well, because I tarp. was hitting with the, the Yola the other day, and I took a big carve, and it just popped up. Yeah. Mm. And then they just hit down on it. I'm like, whoa, like, you really can't like do much with these other ones. Like I just took a, took a minute to like actually feel out. Like, you really have to just... You more compactness. Your technique but is like, yeah, refined it's with just the a little flawed with the other ones. And I'm just so used to, you know, I don't know, maybe it's my tennis background with just making, wait. you know, like actual bigger swings I or see. something. But wait, in tennis, what racket did you play with? You played with Babo as well? Uh, no, I well, I played with Babolat and the Prince. Oh, dang, Prince. Mm-hmm. Wait, which Babolat did you play with? What was your last tennis racket? I'm just curious. I played with a prince. I played with a Babolat when I was younger. Oh, okay. I was about to mm-hmm. say, maybe you're just a Babolat fanboy. There's nothing <laughs> you can do about it. Uh, so, uh, that was my next guess. That's, I mean, that's usually how it goes if they come from tennis. Like, wow, this is what I played with in tennis. So When I'd like, my strength is those drives, right? So I'm like, right. any of these, if I hit like the fat ones, uh-huh. don't do anything. Yeah. So right. the only ones that like I didn't mind sure. was Gearbox. Okay. Of course. Yes. Then with the, the, yeah. but Because it was similar yeah, to a wood, yep. but yeah. I was like, it's the, the surface was too slick. Where like it, my wood paddle just because the ball had ingrained it, like I could control more mm-hmm. compared to a gearbox. But then the the Pro Kenix, it had the same exact thing except it was way like softer because of that mm-hmm. like sand stuff in the middle. Yeah. Yes. So like I could reset like unreal. I wonder like, how you'd feel about the current <laughs> gearboxes, like CX14, because that thing's a giant pillow. Not that's that you a, need a pillow, you don't a, need to be slowed down. That's a very good question. Maybe I'll be trying that in the next week or so. <laughs> 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 well, I do like the Pro Kinex. At least I've only played with the Pro Flight. I, I I messed with it at the PPA in Peachtree, and I was surprised at how much I really liked it. It feels solid and and firm, and there's a lot of power and pop. But I still feel you have enough control to reset it. The feel is very different. I don't yeah. think anything else also feels like it. Just knowing what I know about paddles, I wonder if you just really like paddles that are headlight because the gearbox is That's, all very headlight and pro Kenix so, is like the lightest the most headlight when, when i get asked i'm like how do you like your balance i was like headlight only yeah. because hand speed because again yeah. no one your hands the, are so the, fast yeah i'm the same exact yeah. way do either of you yeah. lead tape much i mine's mm-hmm. just stock yep you don't, you don't regu- lead tape either nope mine's just regular tape oh all oh, right how, see, heavy, how heavy is yours seven four okay this is the crazy thing is Think how hard he hits the ball. And the thing is I don't know how you don't deal with like how you don't throw your arm out. I'm, I'm telling you guys. Well, so I, in tennis too, I the shot that I was known for was my just forehand ground stroke because mm. I probably hit it almost just as hard. Which tennis racket did you play with? Uh, the Wilson. So I knew it. The you Wilson the pro stab. Uh, no. So the 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 Federer one. I forget what the because they all just rebranded to a different right, right, name. Right. But it was the the last one that I remember the name was is just the. Wilson six one. Oh yeah, so. the six one. Oh, so six one was it ninety square inches? The uh, smaller, smaller head size. I'm sure. No, 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 the ninety five. The, the middle, yeah, ninety five. Yeah. Wilson six one ninety five. Knew it as he guesses like four different times. <laughs> no, he said Wilson six one. That's a pro staff. and it's it's yeah. it's also twelve points. It's like twelve points or eleven points headlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. what because yeah. that's, that's what I play with. Ah, Be- I because see. my like long limbs, like I love just like whipping it. So if it's like headlight. I can get all that like torque that comes. In. I'm just I cannot imagine if you just went up like eight two or something. I don't feel like you'd sacrifice that much hand speed. I, I don't know. Maybe you would, you, but you'd be surprised because again, like most people here, like I can 
hand battle anyone. Yeah. But like when I get teeny bit like either thicker. So I tried the the carbon as a 14 millimeter. Yeah. 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 So I tried that one. I was like, it's not that much thicker, but like I'd just be like slightly late on like my timings where mm, like yeah. I can't hit down where it's going more straight. I'm like, man, I can't believe that that little thickness can make that big of a difference. Have you tried the Selkirk Power Air? I have. So I, the the inside of it just feels hollow. Yeah. Where it just like it sound. sounds terrible. Yes. So I'm sound. just like I can't play with that just because mm. it it doesn't come off right. Yeah. So Did you know. hit with it? No, I'm I'm very He's a I'm very stubborn. Yeah, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm I, 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 I want to know hit. who's more stubborn. I, now. <laughs> the other day I hit with the Yula, Yula yeah. and um, I played one point, and after I felt that pop up, I had to trade it out. Uh, <laughs> see, I that doesn't seem fair. I think I you got to give it a couple I more. Do it. I, I used to be that <laughs> way because when I first started stubborn. from that wood, I like I tried paddles for like a day or a half a day, but then now I do it like for like multiple days. So I'm like, I got to give it a fair shot. So what like, did, what did tra- you end up thinking about the icon? Um, didn't mind it, but it was similar to like a gearbox where I, it just didn't, doesn't have any touch where like, sure. it would just like pop off the paddle. Cause yeah. I'm like, I, I have good hands where like, I don't care how hard you hit it. I can reset with yeah. pretty much any paddle Yeah, where like maybe people need those thicker paddles to help them reset. Yep, that's right. me. And like, <laughs> like <laughs> with, with that icon, I could reset, but it was just a little too high where I, yeah. I could still play with that. Yeah. It would take me like a couple weeks or to maybe adjust. a couple months to adjust where I'm like, I don't have right now if it's not like a sponsored deal i'm not gonna go out of my way right. to like yeah 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 yeah. that I makes sense i think if pro made more like elongated just oh, you know i would love that i would i, I would I consider would switching it. because i really did enjoy playing with I, I i'm surprised at how much i liked the pro yeah. like would do you, do you want a longer handle or just longer face or what do you want um longer handle just longer for that handle. longer reach and longer whip yeah. i think oh, if yeah, you if you be. think that pro drive is harder i was like give me a little bit more handle I, I, I think no, the keep it, his, keep it out of his hands. I don't want to see it. I'm pretty sure the new Pro Spin, which I think Rick is getting in the shop, uh, I think it is a longer handle. So that might be interesting. I think it might be a softer paddle, though. So I'll be curious to see what you end up thinking. Heard about it was that, garbage. <laughs> not garbage. I liked it. You liked it. I liked it more than the Pro Flight. The well, Pro Flight feels very hard. Yeah. When you hit the Pro Spin, feels a little softer, which is you know. Well, you're three five at like. best, so what do you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, we're, we're trying. And the bus comes around again. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, this this joke doesn't die. I I here's what I found. My role in pickleball is just to be a verbal punching bag. Like you guys haven't experienced it here, but if anyone outside of the Minnesota friend group, I'm a verbal punching bag. <laughs> I think that just people just love you though. The, the whole time I was with Zane. Just abused verbally. <laughs> <laughs> I did feel sorry for you when we went to see James Ignatowicz. I was like, oh. oh my gosh, yeah, James Ignatowicz didn't let me. I, did, I didn't get a break. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. But I don't know. What we decided was we were also talking to one of our other content creator friends, and he's like, dude, I swear I'm never mean to anyone. But he's like, you're so easy to make fun of. <laughs> he's like, but he's like, it's because you take it so well. He's like, no one takes getting made fun of this yeah. well. And I was like, well. I yeah, don't know. You gotta you, be able to laugh at yourself a little bit. No, nah, but Chris claps back. You don't see him <laughs> like when the cameras are off or when things aren't recording. <laughs> the clapbacks are hard. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got a reputation oh, on the cameras. I can't hit it hard, but <laughs> verbally, bang. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, definitely. But also yeah, talking about when I thought I could uh, go pro. Random side note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm at Cincy and yeah. we're just playing like a rec match or whatever. Yeah. And he's Saw your results in Chicago, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, yeah, thanks, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, 
he did the same thing that you did. First point of the game that we're wreck playing, purposely sat me a sitter in the middle of the court because I just want to see your drive. And then I just <laughs> smoked it out. Oh. And I don't think he got it back. And then like the first thing he goes, he goes, yeah, you might have the hardest drive on the tour. I was like, ah. So I was like, I was like, if Ignatovic is saying that, I might actually have the hardest drive. Yeah, because he hits hard. He hits hard. If James is saying that, that's for sure. And Grant, I mean, Grant was saying that you're like, James was saying that, and I'm sure a few other people, like, you probably asked. So going back, I was like, I was like, oh, maybe maybe I have made it if if Ignatovic is saying that. I think it's it's not only that it's hard, it's just so low. Yeah. And yeah. Well, so that's it. so I get lucky, right, with those net courts cuz I'm it's, aiming there, right? Cuz so I'm low. trying to keep it so low that either sometimes I'm making all of them or I'm making none of them. Now, so that's where again, people get that I was going to say I'd be curious to see what your take is and I guess you kind of answered it. As I feel like you do have a really hard hitting drive, but sometimes the consistency is yep. like bear it can vary pretty yep. heavily. Yep. Where it's like you're, you're not you're, against us. But <laughs> <laughs> see that and that's the thing is that like it there there is variations of it, but it's also I don't know. Pe- people take certain like matches out of context where it's like, okay, well, in this match you're not doing this, but maybe that's that's not the play, right? If, right. if, I, if I do that play, that doesn't set us up to win, yeah. right? And it, going to like the J Dub thing, sure, could I have dropped it? Should I have like gone a little less than that? Absolutely, but mm-hmm. they're gonna eat us alive because that's their game, right? You it's know? either <laughs> like lose now. Or like, or win now, or lose later, Correct. or something and, like and that. And that's where I'm like, I'm trusting in myself that look, if I can make these slight minor adjustments, I can get those drives back in play, right? right? And and if I I'm, I feel like I'm smart enough where I know that hey, I have missed this many where it's no longer just slight adjustments, but you're just off today. So where okay, we got to go to game plan B. Yeah, right. No. And and in most of those recorded matches, I'm like, I I know I can make this shot. Yeah. It's just not currently going in. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and I've done enough match analysis on myself where I know like essentially a plus minus of mm. am I getting enough free points compared to how many free points I'm losing, losing. or giving away. Yeah. And pretty much most matches, I'm in the green. Yeah. I see. So it was really funny watching the stream. I finally did get to see, you know, the armchair coaches yeah. at home. Because yeah. people were definitely they get they gave it to you a few times. They're like, dude. This guy's missed it. Like, who knows how many yeah, times? When's he just gonna drop the ball? Well, sure the co- commentator said something, and yeah. then you're like, "Yeah, I know that's the third time you were yeah, talking to yeah. the commentator." Well, Wait, so, like during the match? During so, the, match. So, so, <laughs> the, the commentators are right behind doing, us. Yeah. And this is where again, like, <laughs> kind of a disadvantage to DJ and Thomas, but like, <laughs> they say stuff, but it's like semi-loudish. See, I've wondered because the few tournaments I've been to now, I'm like, you know what? I like I'm a little closer to them, but I'm like you're also not being quiet. Yep. Yep. I feel you can totally hear this. So on, mm-hmm. on one of them, they're like, "Man, if I was uh, Lohani and Donkina, I would do this." And I was like, "Hey, Ani, <laughs> I think we should do this." And, you know, I was just like, <laughs> and I was like, "Thank you, commentator." I was like, "I don't know, I don't know why you would say that out loud, but like we While literally I'm walking back to <laughs> yeah. the baseline because again, like they're, they're trying to be loud because you know they, they got to present it to the yeah, of course the, the yeah. mic or whatever. But I was like, "You're not quiet enough." So, like, on one of the times that Anu was bringing up, he's like, man, that's the third time that Don Keenan has missed it. I was like, I know it's the third time, <laughs> yeah. but guess what? I've hit four others where he's crushed it. Right. <laughs> so, I was like, it's, exactly. it's, it's a plus minus. So I was like, I'm fine with missing those three, but if I'm setting up five balls where he's pounding the next shot, mm-hmm. then you're going to do it. So, yeah, because yeah. yeah, they don't see that all the time. It sounds like you're just really good at, I guess, risk management. And it almost sounds like there's a there's like a book or something on... I think it's primarily for basketball, but it's how the underdogs 
win. And if you are not the favored um, team or you're the, the lesser team, you have to take risks yeah. because mm-hmm. if you play a consistent game or how the game, quote unquote, should be played, you know, against a better team, like eight times out of 10, nine times out of 10, you're going to lose because yeah. obviously you're the underdog. So yeah. in order to, you know, win, you have to take those risks. And then, of course, the people who are, you know, armchair armchair coaches or whatnot, they're saying these things. This is not how the game should be played, quote unquote. But you have to take the risk management into account, especially if you are, quote unquote, like I said, the weaker team, Mm -hmm. right? And I guess that's what pickleball is all about sometimes, especially playing... Uh, you know, better players. Obviously, when you and I played, Chris, I guess I was trying to take risks. Yeah, I mean, you have to. We <laughs> it worked a few times, but I was like, no, this is not. You had some yeah. crazy shots. There were some yeah. good yeah. hit behind some, him. Those were yeah. some good ones. Yeah, but you like, guys had mm-hmm. crazier shots. Oh, this is good. We're in there. We're in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you lobbed, and I was like, this is not the guy to lob. No, no. it was not, not, not a crazy shot. You Test should. it like yeah. once or twice. Like, yeah, no, this is not it. When Zane jokes about being like. 155 pounds when he's soaking wet and like he can still <laughs> hit the ball like it's like the same thing for Omrik but he hits way harder <laughs> like, and that ball is just a rocket like oh gosh I don't I'll, know. I'll, get, I'll give one of my pickleball secrets away in tennis yeah I play doubles that's not come, pickleball that's tennis I know I know give him some time <laughs> in tennis when I play doubles you, we'd have two people right anytime their lob gets thrown up for all four years of my collegiate career mm-hmm. the the call was yours pointing to me i had every single red pretty really? much for us so like that is my strong suit so i always laugh when people lob me i'm like great give me a thing that i've worked on for a hundred million hours <laughs> like the shot I hit the most. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, this is my best shot <laughs> so, right. so when you were lobbing me i was like yeah keep keep going well love it <laughs> yeah, like, do it again i only did it what twice and then maybe well, then everything else was probably just a block yeah uh, everything else was a block. <laughs> no the, the, the other times when when i'm not trying to love you hit it so hard i'm trying to reset and my paddle's open but you hit it so hard it turns into a lob and i'm just like crap yeah i i really i hope you know people listening or you know whoever finds this later in the future it, it really is amazing watching pickleball on a screen and everything looks so easy mm-hmm. like Plains. i finally actually today i got my first comment you know how so normally what happens to me mostly because of his joke the 3.5 at best thing yeah everyone always <laughs> watches my videos and they're like Chris, you're way better than the three five. That's and you never see that on pickleball video. I'm sure you guys have seen the comments where everyone's like, five zero gameplay. This is four zero for yeah, sure. Yeah, I finally yeah, yeah. got a comment on my four zero singles match against uh, yeah. the Denim Demon. This guy goes, "This is four zero." He's like, "I thought I was four zero. I must be really close to five zero if this is four zero." Oh <laughs> my goodness! Like, I've made it. I finally got one of those. Oh one goodness. of those hate comments. Where, but it is crazy. I mean, some of the pros I've watched, you know, serve specifically is one of the easiest things to point out. You watch enough of these guys, and you're like, "Yeah, they're really not." Why don't they hit it harder? Like it seems like you'd get more points, and then you watch it in person. I think it's just how pickleball is filmed. It just mm-hmm. doesn't lend itself to show you how hard this really is. Hundred percent for mm-hmm. sure. And um, also just the percentages and seeing like how much court you can or cannot cover. I think the most deceptive thing, especially when you watch it on stream, is the size of that kitchen because at the angle you see you feel like when they're dinking it you could just reach in there and just volley every everything is above the net but that's not necessarily the case because they're dinking it pretty low or they're deep, dinking it deep and yeah. and you can't but it just from that angle that you're usually watching it it just looks like why don't they just crush this thing but i mean also <laughs> i also realize how bad my dinks are sometimes where i'm like oh this is a good one and then 
<laughs> it just sits up a bit. It sits up a bit too much. And I'm and the, just like the, 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 the two tattoos you got. Yeah, the two tattoos <laughs> right at my right shoulder. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what the heck? And that's what it feels like. And I'm just like, man, I can't be this bad, am I? Am I? And I was like, yep. See, at the at the pro level too, though, like going back to that like risk risk reward thing, yeah. like some of those dinks maybe could be attackable, but, but they they're so ch- low that they choose not to because they right. know if they do, the counter is going to be yep. way, way harder. Right, yeah. exactly. I think everybody's so good and at countering. And that's why some of the top pros, I see them dink, but they purposely leave the dink yep. up just slightly they're, because they're they want hoping to counter. counter. Yep. They're baiting it. Someone, right. I can't remember if it was another pro mm-hmm. or right. if it was just someone, maybe one of our friends. I don't, I don't know. Someone was talking about Riley. They felt like Riley did that a lot, where it's oh, like, geez. dude, yeah. he's like he giving you a bait one, yeah. and he that. wants you to like yeah. speed uh, it up. Yeah, you man. see, that's what I was doing. I was trying to lobby you to bait you so I could <laughs> take it. I was trying to counter the overhead. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next level. You don't know about that. Okay. New <laughs> <laughs> analyzing the game. But. <laughs> Completely random, but I thought about uh, pickleball not being great on TV. Yeah. yeah. So, like, armchair QB. So. <laughs> In that DJ match and Thomas match, yeah. we beat them the first game like 11 6, 11 5, or something like that. I don't oh, know. I think what it was. I know what you're going to bring up. <laughs> so, in that, right, people that are out on the sidelines think that they've got like great ideas to like figure out how to counter that, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, no one knows us, so we're just kind of out there coaching ourselves. But there's like multiple people out there like telling Thomas, telling DJ, telling whatever to like do this, do that, do whatever, right? Oh my gosh. And I remember hearing, because again, people aren't like quiet. They don't realize like how like quiet you have to be for your opponents not to hear. Someone goes, all right, well, every time you're driving to this Don Kena guy, he just keeps crushing. He goes, drive everything to Lohani and <laughs> see what happens. So I told Ana because I heard, I was like, hey, everything's going to come to you. I was like, just do your thing with your backhand, man. I was like, I'll crash. And it looks like Onyx balls aren't hit as hard as mine on camera. Right. I will tell you this. They're coming pretty close, but the better thing with his is his top spin. Dip. The top it spin. Just dips, and, I'm, and they, he kept crushing it down every single time out of a sitter forehand. I was like, good up. luck with that. Yeah, no, trust me. I experienced it firsthand. <laughs> I was trying to poach that backhand of yours, and I was like, no way. Do you feel like your back, do you like your backhand more than your forehand? Clearly, oh. did you not? What? <laughs> did we just not play four games against No, him? I mean, I know how good it is, but I was curious if he actually likes it more, oh. like if he would rather take his backhand. 100%. Oh, yeah. The only reason For I didn't sure. hit it more to him to his forehand, because he was going to hit the backhand, and I was like, okay, we're going to deal with <laughs> Onyx backhand or Onyx forehand. Yeah. If, I hit it to, if I hit it to his forehand, if you were down the line, he was going to get you down the line, which he did. And I was like, okay, that's never happening again. Yeah. I need the highest probability that I touch the ball. So that's yeah. why <laughs> I hit it over to Omric. Yeah. But then he would crush it. And then, but if he, he and I knew he was going to try to hit it to you because you were weak. So I tried to put my backhand there. And that's one of the few times I got him crossed yeah. back. Yeah. But I was like, this is not happening because sometimes I had to reach. And then when I reach, the paddle would go up and then I was like, oh, and then just it's open d- season for one of them yeah. <laughs> and it was done. Yep. Yep. That's but, just but, how- like going back to like on camera, it just looks like his drives aren't as hard, but like they're just no, as they're hard. hard. Like pickleball no, his backhand is really good. No. The, the pickleball video just don't do do enough justice. Right. But like if you're watching mm-hmm. from home, it's like it's not even close. Right. You need a thing. side angle or angle like <laughs> yeah. literally like just like 45 degrees like over the kitchen line to see how much that it dips down. You have that mm. hybrid. I yeah. what I have found so far thing. is that the PPA seems to do that with that like this camera. Everyone loves to hate for some reason. I, I love that have, angle. I don't have a problem with the it. Top, it's like the, the crane one that yeah. moves. Yeah. Yep. I personally, when I watch the recaps from the PPA, like the Riley Newman versus Ben Johns, 
I feel like I'm like that ball is flying, and I don't ever feel like that. Not never, but I don't feel like that for most of the matches. And I really feel like you can see the speed from that camera. No, that is the best mm-hmm. angle in my opinion. I don't know if you guys feel that, but do you guys yeah. feel that way? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. So all you guys it, out there who are like <laughs> crapping on that camera the, angle, the, the like, vertical your one I think is the worst. <laughs> yeah. The vertical one I think is the worst because at least the side one where you can see the kitchen. You mean the vertical, like where you see the whole court? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. the whole court, like the length way. Yeah, at least it's the side. It's like best for viewing, I think, in terms yeah. of yeah. you can see everything. Mm-hmm. But you can't tell what's actually what's happening. Actually happening. Yeah, no, because the, the kitchen one, you could at least see the dinking, how it happens, but it's not great with like speed I, I mean, but. yeah, no, I agree. With yeah. the vertical one, it's only good for like the serve and then drive. As soon as people get to the kitchen, you need to zoom in yeah. or something because it is hot garbage, <laughs> that view. I know <laughs> they've started implementing a kitchen cam, but I think that's just for fun, isn't it? Like a uh, on, I mean, one, on, on the, the net, net. Oh, yeah. just like tennis, like but tennis. That's just like that's probably that's just, just for fun. fun. Yeah, yeah, I don't oh. think they're gonna. <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 that's I've what I've never seen, seen that. But, uh, Where is that? It's I think it's just for fun oh. that they've started. To I mean, do that's that. that's kind of cool. But it doesn't really give like the gameplay and what what it's for. No, nah, it'd be fun but. to see you peg people and tattoo people. I think that would be cool. Yeah, and you know, slow mo that. Like that'd be amazing. So I guess we'll kind of wrap up here. But what? Obviously, we've got minor league coming up how are you guys yeah i'll see you guys at minor league whoa, whoa. yeah yep. that'll, be, yeah. that'll be fun i mean how are you guys feeling for that like are you excited to play like the team event because you guys haven't been neither of you been to an mlp right nope. Nope. i'm i'm just telling you right now i don't know how it'll be for minor league i'm sure it'll be different but major league pickleball is fire no it it is like hands down the best event in my opinion it makes the other tournaments it puts them to complete shame in terms of the energy right that yeah. is brought mm-hmm. there like it's yeah. Unreal. Like, I, best time I've had watching pickleball. Because ever. of the team, the team well, camaraderie you, you get, yeah, and aspect. You see, to you peeps, hear people yeah. cheering, they get amped up, like they're running on the court oh, after yep, a good yeah. point. Yep, Everybody's yep. hooting and hollering. There's drunk. a lot of chirping. It's a lot that, of that's chirping. Very funny. A lot of free alcohol. Yeah. yeah. You may not know this, but I was, I drank a bit when I was on the job. <laughs> I was very, I was like, man, I hope I don't drop Chris's camera. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it, it's super fun. I don't, you know, we'll see how minor league is. Uh, in terms of uh, audience and whatnot. But. Well, so when Leslie, our captain, came up this past What's your team weekend. name? What's your team name? Figure that out, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we've barely figured out our uh, our uniforms. Yeah. So I, it's, I heard it's under wraps, Studio but. will contribute $5 uh, to have <laughs> that be the team name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you guys win. <laughs> <laughs> if you lose, I had nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing to do with it. To rip that logo off. <laughs> well, so so when Leslie came this past weekend, uh, just, just to kind of set one up, we did a mini like MLP style event. So it was us four. Yeah. And we got four people from Minnesota that I think are pretty good. And we ran a essentially the same format that it would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you destroyed of, everyone. No, no, no. <laughs> of all the, well, I mean, yes. But. <laughs> <laughs> of all the, all the events or times I've ever played pickleball, probably the most fun. Heck yeah. yeah, just, yeah. just yeah. doing a dream that. breaker. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. So we yeah. we did our rally scoring to 21. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So dream much breakers. like college tennis. That's like, exactly. Like, I didn't play college yeah. tennis, but like club tennis or anything yeah. like that. You know, actually, like, okay, wait. Then in, in high school too, it's just that team event. Like it comes down to like that last final match, and you have your whole team on the sidelines yeah. watching over the fence, and you're yep. like, let's go. You know. Well, and I so changed just, my mind because now what I really want to chat about here, real quick, is <laughs> what you thought of rally scoring because. Well, when people see this, this episode will have happened after our MLP discussion, so they will have heard our thoughts on the <laughs> yes, screen already. But I want to get your guys' take because a lot of people hate it, but I honestly think if people tried it how MLP does it, I don't think they'd hate it that much. 
I, so I I personally think it's it's good for viewing. It, okay. it is great for viewing, yes. and it's good for um, high level pickleball because you can't necessarily take any points off. Okay. Yep. So going back to just me, my drives. Yeah. In my MLP thing, I was like, I can't go as big because uh, if I just risk it, you know, that's, like that's it's not com- like yeah. it, yep. it's their point, right? I so see. like, there's more analysis of risk versus reward. Be like, mm. okay. At certain times, if we're up like fifteen five, sure, I'll crank out a you know hard forehand. But like, if it's nineteen nineteen, I should probably think about you know what my decision <laughs> maybe, maybe I should drop that, this shot. Yeah, maybe I should do drop. a shot drop. Yeah. If pickleball switched, how would you feel? Uh, I'd be fine with it. I, I again going to would it still just be like like MLP one game to twenty one. One game to 21, at 20, you have to win side out. And when they get to 18, 18 they're frozen as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I per, if it's just one game to 21, mm. I'm not a fan of it just because no. it's too okay. short. Too short. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because two out of three to 11, uh-huh. it's much longer and what? It, it, it stops those. So now what if, what if it was two out of three to 21? I probably would prefer that. That'd be just longer. I, I, I actually yeah. do think... In my head, at least, that makes more sense. Like, I don't think... Actually, no, I feel like you'd have to do that. Um, do two out of three. There's no way yeah. you would do one game or, in the pro. Or yeah. best yeah. out of five, up to 11 rally scoring, which would be kind of quick. Oh. But... See, I feel like 11, though, you it's could too get short. too hot. Yeah. And it just turns into, like, a quick, quick set. Yeah. All right. Like yeah. With 21s, you could at least take time take out, time. break. Mm-hmm. Here's yeah. what I also I thought was interesting. True. And it's, it's because of the freezing, which people have very... Uh, yeah, they're, they're polarized. Love it or hate it or think, yeah, they're polarized. But I, the, most of the matches at MLP, very close. Yeah, super close. Like a lot of them were coming down to the wire. You know, there were a few that were, you know, got beat pretty handily. But that happens in side out scoring, anyways. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you know, you pickle someone, what you guys did, yeah. uh, to <laughs> and Thomas. So I, I don't know. I ended up really enjoying it. But how about you, Anik? What do you think? I I liked it. It's I think it's innovative for the sport. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Um, and that leads to more of the entertainment value. Yeah, I think, right. it, I think it definitely leads to more of the closer matches, like you were saying. And then when you get someone, you know, like in in that kind of play, that you know, like let's say it's a Ben Johns versus maybe a lower level pro player, you're still going to be entertained because you know it's like, what if that person they can win not only on their serve, yeah. you know, like if you get that kind of finals in a PPA event, it's it's in my opinion a little bit more on the duller side. Yeah. Just because, you know, there's not that you you know, every point matters. Right. Well, I I feel like you know, it makes sense when every point matters. Like you don't get to slack off. That's right. part of That's, being an athlete. Yeah. Like yep. you gotta be on. Yeah. So I think rewards good returners. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, is something that yep. I think a lot of people players overlook being a good returner yep. in a game. Yep. You know? Yeah. So I think it rewards them. So and then once good returners start showing up, then the serves got to start being good, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I feel like I'm. I was the last time we talked about rally scoring before I had really tried it. I was pretty like, ah, eh, if it switched, it, I would still play the game, obviously. But I don't know. I'd like it to stay. Now I'm at the point where if it switched, I don't think I'd care at all. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd mind. Burn him at the stake. <laughs> <laughs> That's never what people are gonna say. But here's thing. I, here's what I want people to do. Two things. They need to go to an MLP event. And then uh, I want them to play like at least seven or ten games, uh, MLP rally scoring style with people they enjoy playing with, mm-hmm. yeah. and then tell me if you really don't like it. Still, yeah. if you don't, yeah, that's fine. But I think if you haven't tried it, 
just they can't but hate on it I, just because it's I, different. What, yeah. what I don't yeah. get is what yeah. is the animosity towards rally scoring? Oh, there's so many things. I mean, I can't. I can't. I think even... it's just because it's not tradition. Tra- tradition. Well, that's traditional. Well, there is some of that, but people think it changes the game too much. Where. Gosh, it's been so long since I've seen some of these arguments. But one, you know, it fundamentally changes how the game is scored. People don't like that there's no comeback. And Mm. I think people only hate that. There's a huge comeback mechanic, that freeze. Yeah, Yeah. the freeze. I think people, when they think rally scoring, they don't think of the freeze. Mm -hmm. So they're not thinking MLP. They're just thinking straight rally scoring, whoever gets to 21 or whatever first. In which case, like, I get it, but... I don't know. I I really think people just need to try it. I think the one thing about MLP that I dislike is I think they should put a little bit more thought into the Dream Breaker. I just think that... How so? I just think that... And this is me just coming at it from a singles perspective, but Mm -hmm. I just think four points is just... And I just think it's not enough. Like, I know they want to include everyone, and that's how they, you know jazz up and and get the entertainment value yeah um but i just feel like they can still get the same kind of entertainment but maybe just have like two people play um and just rotate out every like six points or something like that just to get or like the choose your best two people on the team um, and have them face off okay. instead of all four v versus the other four I, and the other two. i have an interesting idea for the dream breaker i don't know i was going to save this for when we talked about our are shenanigans at, at MLP. Oh, well, they will have heard that already. Oh. <laughs> that episode's going to come out before this one. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so feel free. Feel free to talk about it. Okay, so um, I was thinking of it kind of like uh, instead of going up in points, you subtract down points. Everybody starts, let's say everybody starts with four, let's, let's call it lives. Okay, everybody starts with four lives oh, and you play. Interesting. Now, if yeah. you get beat or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Each point you lose a life. So you can nice. and oh. then so if I lose four lives, I'm out. But the person over there, if I only took one point off and they have three lives still, they stay on. Oh and then you okay. go through the lineup oh. like that. So then that there's some strategy sweet. to say who's your starter, starter and yeah. who's your anchor. Yeah. And who's in the middle. Yeah. And then you can choose like a strat of a lineup. It's almost like like baseball, like when they choose their innings, like against which batter or whatnot, or if they have um, you know, a full um uh bases like yeah. you know loaded and so i think that could be very fascinating mm-hmm. I, I think it's a unique idea how are you just gonna do with this scoreboard i i don't know that's the thing i i don't mm-hmm. know i but it, even if you even if you don't subtract if you can add up some way but where you get rewarded for choosing a strong lineup yeah. and then if you see their lineup first and you get to choose like mm-hmm. your matchup then you can really play around with some strategies and it could really be intense and you can really see somebody being like super hot and going through like steamrolling three people two people and then or yeah. if you imagine if like you're the last person you're the anchor you have four lives and then you have to go through their whole entire team and you do it yeah that would be epic and that would be crazy story like 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 uh in the first moment when lee whitwell like went through um uh was getting the highlights against uh jay devillier and uh who else did she be i don't even remember but yeah yeah and um. just imagine that i you know, and then um, I mean, at the last MLP, uh, Mary Brasha, she got it on uh, West Burroughs. She she hit that cross going against West Burroughs, and um, uh, just I think you could just have some crazy matchups. You'd really see some interesting yeah. matchups. Yeah. Like I think it'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of feel for the the. I don't know. It's still really early, but I'm just thinking, APP and PPA are going to have to do some really big changes if they want the entertainment value to be there. Even in person, I've not watched any gold medal match. I mean, I've watched someone. I was like, "Yeah, this is like I like this is good pickleball. This is fun." But 
at MLP, people are losing their voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they are literally screaming at the top of their lungs. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's well, uh, look, that's where again a team event is yeah. just so yeah. different. Like because yeah. they they win a point and yeah. then they're like on the sideline. Like you see like their teammates running the court and just high five. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like twelve. Yeah. It's like thirteen, twelve. It's a big point, but it's only the middle of the match. <laughs> Rafa was you so know, funny. That's what so I was. Actually. I had I had uh, whoever was on the sideline. I had them mic'd up. Yeah. And I had headphones, so I could always hear what they were saying. So it kind of helped me know what I should be filming. And Rafa was so funny. He kept chirping at Travis Redmond, what whatever say? his last name is. It's like he'd be like, "That's not a tennis racket." He's like, "That doesn't have strings. That shot doesn't work here." He's like, "You better take that out of here." So so much back and forth yeah. with that stuff, and I was like, "I love this. That's yeah. fun. That's like, fun. I don't know. I, That's and fun. It's really funny because there's people chatting online saying like, "Wow, MLP is so boring," and I'm like, "Okay, maybe something doesn't translate to the stream." I'm telling you, if you I, went to that room, there's no shot you could tell me it's that, boring. Yeah. I watched the stream. Like I said, I was super busy this, this past one? weekend. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. past weekend, I watched it and I was like, this is way more entertaining than the PPA that was on. I was even, like, even yeah. online. You yeah. That. That's mm. what I'm saying. So I was mm-hmm. like, I wasn't at the actual event, just watching on YouTube. I was just flipping back and forth. And I was like, at one point, after I watched like a couple rounds of the PPA, I was like, I'm just exiting out of that browser because I'm yeah, like, yeah. this is just way more entertaining. Yes. Yeah, for sure. It just, yeah. It, so, People that said it wasn't, I have no idea what they're watching. Right. Yeah, I was like, maybe they meant to say the PPA. <laughs> I was like, I well, so you guys haven't experienced minor league yet. I mean, minus the practice you did. Yeah. But how would you feel if, like, going forward, basically pickleball existed for you just as a team event? I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would actually like that. That would be nice. I, yeah, yeah, with all the drafts and the seasons yeah. and everything. I'm yeah. also very glad that I found out that with the minor league pickleball thing that's going on, that there are essentially two leagues. There's the Duper 22, yeah. with the team can't go higher than 22, mm-hmm. and then there's the Duper 20, and I'm playing in the Duper 20. So I'm after playing, you guys say thank goodness. <laughs> I'm Do you, you guys, guys know anyone else that's going to Duper 22? Um, so Leslie knows some of the people down there, and okay. she's talked about like certain. Uh, teams that sure. have certain people on it, but sure. the full list she doesn't have it yet. Okay, okay. So, I'm just curious if there's anyone else. Like, I know it's you know not going to be super notable names necessarily. I was just curious, kind of. There, I mean, there are in. some like pros, right? So one of the teams that I think is going to do well, at least from what Leslie has told us, is Wyatt Stone as a team. Why uh, it's like a five nine or whatever. Yeah. So like the rest of his team have to be a little bit lower in duper, right? Yeah. But I mean he's he's a stud, right? Right. And then there's another team that has Brendan French who just played what? Oh, sure. And dude, Brandon French is a monster. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So so Brandon French <laughs> nope. and on that same team they have uh, what's the guy? Oh yeah, Pablo Pablo Tellez. Yeah. Oh my god. So I was like, they have both of them on the same team. I'm like. Okay, oh, you guys well, got some legit, but then yeah. maybe the other ones have to be they worse. Have to yeah, be lower. lower. So that's that's where we're going. Because what what does the cap have to be for Duper Twenty Two? Like all four players would can't have go to be higher than twenty two. So you add up your dupers, you can't be, can't be like, like one point two five oh. away from each other. So okay. average well. duper for um, twenty two is five point five. Five point five. Everyone right, has yeah. to be five point five, and yep. then you get to a twenty two. So I wonder if it would be better having like you know two six O's and like. Two fives or something. Like, I'm curious what that, how it's going to work out. Well, so, and, and that's that, there's a little bit of strategy in picking that. Yeah. It, right. So, if you do have two six O's, right, probably have one match guaranteed, but then you also have right. one match guaranteed loss. Right. Yeah. You, have, yep. you know, you have four fives. So then right. it comes down to those 
one pairings where it's the one good and one bad mm-hmm. how good are if, they in can they isolate that yep. one weak player because if they can well it didn't work out that you got your two six <laughs> i'm so excited to hear how this goes for yeah. you guys it's not just because yeah. you played so much you know with college tennis i yeah. feel like it just yeah. fits right in well like, and that's what i was gonna say is it was the most fun ever because normally on court i'm like just pretty happy-go-lucky and whatever yeah. but like in that event i was chirping left and right i was yeah. like where is this coming out from i was <laughs> like, like i was like this is back to my college days <laughs> i didn't even know this was in me still yeah it's so gonna be it awesome. Well, I can't wait to. Well, can't wait to watch you guys play. <laughs> or oh yeah, we'll we'll go and I guess we're all probably gonna we're playing Germany soon. We'll probably I'm sure we'll see each other at practice. Yeah, yeah. Or whatnot. I'm For gonna sure. rematch with you guys with a better. Too many jabs for one podcast. My heart can't take it. (laughs) If you guys don't hear from me anymore, it's because the medic couldn't save me from that roast. (laughs) All right. I think this is a good spot to end the podcast. Well, thanks for being on, guys. This was a ton of fun. Yes. And uh, I would tell all of you uh, if you want to go follow these guys on social media, where to follow them, but they don't really do anything okay. on social media. No, that's fine. <laughs> so uh, we just hope that you guys play some more pro events together so we can see you guys you know repping I guess Minneapolis Minnesota and all the brown people out there playing pickleball <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely <go>. for sure <laughs> <laughs> right. that's the plan <laughs> uh, thanks for watching guys and uh, we'll see you later laters <laughs>